Oh, good old games. Wow, I'm fucking dumb. All right, we're good. <laughs> that's that's the start. That's the start to the show. <laughs> well, I got my one line out. Y'all gentlemen have a good night. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another edition of A Winner Is You, brought to you by TheChairShot.com. It's episode 11, boys and girls, and we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a full crew here, Sean, Adam, Drew, how's everybody doing today? Howdy. Fantastic. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, right. I'll stay good and say I'm doing okay. We're going to pretend that we don't keep looking at our television okay, screens and, and we'll stay focused <laughs> on our topics. As I turn to the left and watch this brutal game. How are we only down five at this point? We have looked like absolute garbage. but <sighs> That's a testament to your skill. That's a testament a... to I don't know what. Yeah, sure. But... That's <laughs> We do this for you, listeners. Dan and Adam are really giving up a lot tonight to to not pay as much attention to the Bucks and talk about some video games for you all. And really, all I'm doing right now is wasting time so that they can continue to watch whatever play they're watching, and eventually they'll turn their heads back and engage in the offense on the their show. faces as they're not looking away. There we go. So, yeah, I think Adam just flicked me off pretty much. So. I gave you the one thumbs up that I can uh, give you. Let's see. Uh, you, okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Got him. Sports fan. Got him. I like, I was paying attention. I like games. Burn. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's tell everybody what's on the sheet uh, for this week's episode. We've got another episode of High Score. We're up to episode three. Role players. We've uh, beginning of the month, which means new releases for the month of September. Uh, we got a little extension uh, information on Marvel's Avengers. We're gonna hit on. We got some good old games, and to top it all off, it's been a, a few weeks. What you play? Let's get into it. <laughs> attention um yeah i was gonna say that was a perfect excuse <laughs> <laughs> well we can't talk anyway so why oh, not look over my shoulder not? hey look music's playing i got i got time what else can i play hey what else we got <laughs> oh shit all right that's over uh, <laughs> all right high score on netflix episode three for all you role-playing fans uh anybody big role-playing fans sean rig role player oh adam plays D, right so Guys, role play. Uh, yeah, I do the D and Ds, and uh, half of my top five—I think my whole top five last week of my top ten were RPGs. So, yeah. you know. So this one was right up your guys' alley, right? I mean, you got to learn kind of where role playing games started. 
anybody uh, ever hear of Ultima or Final Fantasy? Uh, Final Fantasy. I, uh, the first when Final <laughs> Fantasy started, I should say. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. Tell me more. It's only been 15, <laughs> 17. Wouldn't it be now, something I... if that was the one I didn't hear of, but I heard of the other ones? <laughs> I would like to preface this by saying I actually did enjoy this episode. I thought it was stitched together a hell of a lot more coherently than the first two that I watched. But no, I've never heard of Ultima. You uh, know why? You know why you feel that way? Because, because they little... had the Witcher in there? <laughs> well, they <laughs> did. Yeah, <laughs> they had the Witcher in there. I was like, my man. But you also feel that way because there were only like three stories yep. that they told. Yes. There exactly. weren't 15 stories that they were trying to tell. I think I didn't there's have three. To watch somebody build a sandwich or pour a bottle of wine. Like, no, you just kind of yeah. told me what was going on. I was like, all right, this is this is much better. Yeah, I felt the same way. And because like one led to the other, led to the other, so then they could tie it back how all three related. And I was like, why didn't you do this with any of the other ones we watched? Why did you just start doing that now? And then, but I did laugh because uh, shit. What was her name? Uh, Becky, Rebecca. Uh, Heineman, Heineman, is that her last, oh. last name? Something like that. Something she, like that. the one who was in the first episode of the winner of uh, whatever game. Uh, I was like, ah, oh, shit, they're tying out characters. They're coming back. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it gives me yeah. hope going forward. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I never really played it. I know of the Ultimate series. I've never played it. Played it because obviously I'm not a role playing guy or anything. But when they started talking about it, I'm like, oh, they got to be talking about Ultima for sure. And that was pretty cool. How I guess just the roots of how all those were built is is really interesting. On you know playing on basically building it on an Apple II, and the first mm-hmm. ones to have graphics and all that was like that's so strange, you know. It's yeah, super, I think, super strange. Like I, the fact that she was just, uh, you know, she just liked adventure, and her husband had something to do with computers, and she was like, "Oh, he's playing this game, like that looks super awesome. I'm gonna play that too." And then she's like, "I like that so much. I'm just gonna write my own, even though I know nothing about this." I thought that was awesome. Yeah, no, the whole hand sketch storyboard of, "Hey, here's my idea. Here it is, fleshed out." do your magic with it, you know, not realizing what the the capabilities and limitations were. They apparently nailed it. (laughs) What was, what was the guy's, what was that husband's job? What he got in some business, started a business on computers. I thought for a second it was Sierra games, but because he was Uh, wearing the Sierra shirt and then, you know, that game came out in Sierra, but they never said, I don't think. They didn't say what company. They just said like, he got. He went to school for computer for computers. He started learning all the programming. He started a company, and he all he said was like it had a Microsoft. He wanted a Microsoft feel, and then one of the first things they did was when after she kind of used a dinner to show her idea, like here's my big board I put together for like a clue inspired game with like all the different things you could do in each room, uh, which I thought was awesome idea, like. Of doing that, and then you know, trying to use yeah. dinner to bribe him to do it, and then he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> I want to do that, but let's take it to the next level and start putting essentially graphics into games." And like, it started with that, and like, that's the first. Uh, like, they listed the one that's the uh, shit. I wrote Colossal down. Cave Adventure. Colossal Cave. Yeah, yeah. they started mm-hmm. how it started with that, and it took her like a month to beat it, and then it was like, now I want it even more than this. 
like to take something like that and be like, I'm going to create my own and try to make it better. Like that was really awesome. Like their story was awesome, but then it leads into the next one. Like we just said, and like it all linked together really nicely, which made it a pretty quick 40 minutes. Uh, I also enjoy RPGs. So that's part of it too. Yeah. It didn't hurt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What did you guys think of the Ryan best game of gay blade? I had, I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, that was an no odd transition. <laughs> yeah, they, they kind, kind of, of hinted at it, and then full-blown steamrolled ahead with, and this is where, you know, gayness came into gaming. I was like, never heard that story before. That's very surprising. I think I was, it was good of them to include a story like that, right? They've, you know, they've done a few of these things where they folk they try to make sure that they include. Uh, you know, either more uh, minority contributors or, um, you know, there's a trans person in there. There's, you know, obviously now a gay person that's represented. So they do try to really kind of spread the representation around and make sure that uh, it's not just completely whitewashed, which is, I think, a really good idea uh, because, you know, gaming is for everybody. So it's really smart to to try to get those perspectives uh, as well. So, you know, I, I think, you know, it's it's obviously it's probably not going to be for everybody, but, you know, that so what? It doesn't have to be, right? Gaming, is there's different games for different people, and I think the, the fact that they highlighted that story was probably really important to do. So I, I thought it was pretty cool. Agreed. Well, and the, the I wonder how they found that one, and the idea that this guy kind of lost his game was kind of a interesting story. Yeah, sorry, he's <laughs> gagging because of the Bucks play. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now he he literally was just like, what did he lose his apartment or he was moving? He was moving, and he yeah, he was moving, and he contracted a moving company to come and you know pick up all of his stuff from his apartment in Hawaii uh, and yeah. move back to the states. And you know, with timing of things, like he, I think it, it sounded like he was already gone by the time the people were coming to pick up his stuff, and then the people just never showed up to pick up his stuff. And he could never get he, he didn't have the money to or means to get back to Hawaii to try to find it. So he basically just lost it. It was just gone. And for, I don't know, 20 years, he's been trying to find this stuff. And it sounds like there's a whole groundswell of uh, you know community around it to try to find it. That was one disappointing thing is it kind of sounded like at the end of it that they made it seem like somebody found it. But then I kind of felt like, well, wait did they really find it or is this just uh like did that you know it was it was hard to tell like okay did they actually find it because if they actually found it that'd be cool to like see it a little bit more but i i don't know it just that seemed kind of weird the way they stopped that story i I don't think they found like his like master copy programming code like the stuff he was talking about someone had a copy of the game i think they said they could send to him uh but but yeah i think it's awesome i think that's one of the things you're going to get with video games that you don't get a lot of other places is like these gigantic communities that all like are around either, either video games in general or a specific video game or a brand. Like that's, what's awesome. Like, you know, there's a community out there that was like, let's get behind this game. Uh, because I think someone reached out to him, putting together a list of like influential, um, it wasn't like lesbian, gay video games and stuff like that. Like, things that are influential that is like part of that community. So like, um, reached out to him to be like, Oh, you don't like, let's try to reach out to everybody we know with, with Reddit, Twitter and everything. And like, let's try to find your stuff. Uh, which I think is awesome. Cause it reminds me like 
I'm a part of Rooster Teeth community. Like I like to post and like it's for me for the 10 plus years, it's felt like a, a big family you're a part of where everybody has one thing they like and you just, you know, discuss those things, comment, uh, like it, don't like it, whatever the case. But I, that's what's awesome about video games. Yeah, so I mean, really good episode all around, I think. Uh, any last comments before we, we move on here? They teased I... the, the war. I know that's going to be your, your favorite episode. Can't uh, wait. Nintendo versus Sega. So I, I love hearing that Sega, like, Sega, or they played at the end there. Like, man, that was awesome. They, so. they hit the old commercial, too, with the race car. And <laughs> the Sega! With the giant eyeballs. Yeah. It's going to be good, Sean. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, I'm actually really impressed with sort of that um, sort of insertion of like a conscious to your character. Because the original game seemed just to kind of, hey, do what you're going to do, hey, it's all cool. And then they sort of introduced that concept of, well, maybe in the grander scheme of the world we've built you, your actions actually have consequences. And the other kind of surprising thing that kind of woke something up in me was I used to always hate Final Fantasy because it was turn turn turn-based role-playing games, and I hated the whole turn-based thing. And then I realized I love Magic the Gathering. Like, there are certain rules and constructs that you have in your certain amount of time to kind of, you know, gain an advantage over the other guy. And then once you've made your choice, there's no luck to, you know, oh, well, actually, I'm going to bring up my shield so I can defend myself. It's like, no, you swung and he stabbed, so you're screwed. And I, I thought that was kind of an eye-opening thing for me was just the introduction of sort of these things that I've always enjoyed but never really thought about the roots of them but like I said more importantly than anything was that that advent of consciousness of your actions meaning something to the greater scheme of the world they've built around you I thought that was like really cool yeah, I was going to add exactly what Sean was saying, is that, like, I, the Richard Garriott, the one who did Ultima, and then the other game, the one who's the very big into role-playing, being a DM, Dungeon Master, sorry. Uh, Thank you. With all that stuff, and, like, how he created these Ultima games with, he just assumed people would make the right, good-minded choice, right? But he realized people could beat the game faster, uh, if they did the stealing, the killing people, the like making bad choices that had no merit if you did that or not. And like that decision to change that for Ultima 4, not say, well, he did kind of make it. He said, like, if you did something bad, you could it could lead you to not being able to beat the game, which, you know, I didn't actually look into to see how how much it really impacted. Like if you stole from the shop, he said you couldn't get the sword to beat the boss and like yada, yada, yada. Like that part's interesting because like you still want people to beat the game i would think but that was like he wanted people to play with a good mindset like make right choice make the good choices he wants you to make as like the storyteller um but like that idea of the giving a player conscious building the avatar like it's like you're projecting yourself into a game uh mm-hmm. and then you change it however you want in the game but um like that idea is what led to games like skyrim or like all the games i listed in my top five uh, games where it's like I get to create a player, all his stats like Fallout is a big one that immediately clicked in my head. Like I can go lockpick everything I want or just 
do normal trading or a mix of both. Like I can do what I want. And like you guys with Red Dead is another version of that where it's like, oh, I, I killed a guy and I can't even get back to the city to play, pay my bounty yet because I made that decision. You know, like I think that's really interesting because that, that just changed the way storytelling happens in games. And like that really, I really wanted to pay attention to that part. Yeah, and the the other thing was kind of that fascinated me was the ability to take an entirely new medium and introduce story to it. I mean, you've had books, you've had TV, you've had theater, and this guy managed to find a way to run a Dungeons and Dragons experience for everybody that sort of placated everybody's wants and desires. I mean, when you play D&D, it's very DM-specific. I mean, if you're playing yeah. with one DM, you're going to get a totally different experience than if you play with another one, and he found that balance to introduce that to anybody that wanted to pick it up and still be satisfied with it. And I that is just beyond me. And in, and on an entirely new medium. Like, that's... That is just super impressive. Like I, I actually really appreciated this episode for kind of opening up that sort of uh, door to that thing you wouldn't really think of because we have Skyrim, we have Fallout, you know, we have every RPG under the sun. But where it came from is mm -hmm. that that was really cool for me. Yeah, and that so like that for us, like it, it kind of this is an episode that kind of hits home because those are the games I like to play. And like Amen. I also I am in three different D and D campaigns and they are all completely different. So like uh, it's all at your own adventure with a story main story in the background, but we could do whatever we want. Uh, so like that it was so awesome. Like I was like I'm probably gonna have to rewatch this one just so I'm not like actively trying to take notes. Like so I could just actually see every detail. <laughs> uh, but I'm hoping next week uh, kind of follows this path that we currently have of like. Let's not try to link every story possible, uh, like four or five of them. Let's if it's a couple that link together and it's really focuses on the Sega Nintendo aspect. I think next week's could be very good as well. Um, and you know maybe it's related to that book you're reading, Dan. Maybe it's not exactly related, but I imagine that's definitely part of it, right? Because it's the is it the count of the Council Wars? What do they call that? Yeah, yeah. Council Wars is the name of the book I'm reading, which is. So far from what I've read, has been all about Saga and how they got kind of back into the business. So it'll definitely be interesting to see what they touch on in this next one. I, I got a feeling because there's a lot they could pick on. So I'm, I'm hoping they don't go crazy like they were before and, and kind of just highlight a few things because, yeah, there's definitely mm -hmm. a lot they could talk about. And it seems like based on the ending of that last one that the big, obviously the, the big story is Sonic himself and the creation yeah. of Sonic, which... Was mm -hmm. actually a really interesting story in the book on how it happened, and I, th I think I mentioned it before about you know Nintendo and what well, the was it the first episode or no the second episode with uh, the Nintendo Power magazine and how Japan just basically was like this ain't gonna fucking work, and <laughs> they did the same thing with Sonic too. Like they came up with this odd creature looking Sonic that looked more like a you know a Godzilla type or you know more of a monster than this lovable character, and they're, they're like. Uh, that's not going to work in America, and Japan just was like, "That fucking we're done. That's it." So. Is that the? Are those the same people that designed the first Sonic for the movie? 
Oh, Jesus. Don't that's even what, get started. <laughs> that is what the, the Dillonator thought, like, too. Oh, shit, we better just like that. that. <laughs> like, oh. They had to have had that in their back pocket the whole time. Yeah, like, no actually, way. that's yeah. not what the design what do you was. Think of this? They did that purposely. They did that purposely. We're going to release you the shit version so that you all complain. And then you're going to be like, wow, they listened to our feedback and made yeah. those changes before releasing the movie. I need to go support them oh, now. Man. See, now nobody's paying attention to how bad Jim Carrey is as Dr. Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's all about Sonic now. Uh, all right, cool. Well, that'll, that'll wrap up episode three. Uh, we'll be talking episode four, which, yep, definitely one I'm excited for for console wars. So we'll talk about that one next week. All right. Next up on the list, we got to talk releases. As we as we speak, it is September second. As you listen, it is probably September fourth, and there are a shit ton of games coming out on September fourth. I say shit ton, but like three, three really <laughs> super popular, I think, games coming out. Um, yeah, no? maybe, yeah. maybe one, Ooh. two, three. Paradise Killer, come on, guys. I'm Paradise Killer. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just the, just alone. I mean the. I know we're going to talk about a little bit more Marvel's Avengers for sure. Um, any of you guys Tony Hawk's fans? Look, anybody looking forward to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, the the remaster? Because oh. oh yeah, I am freaking out about it. Actually, <laughs> I was like, it's a remaster, but then I saw the video, the gameplay, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to have to buy this. <laughs> it's an overhaul. It's not just a remaster. Yeah. Yep, that's the perfect word for it. Because I thought I'm like. Ah, uh, they're gonna update it a little bit. Is it really worth the money then? Like, no. This thing looks like completely different. Uh, and I loved Pro Skater too. I played a ton of that. Uh, so you know, getting both of them with it's overhauled for the the current gen, uh, which is not gonna be current for much longer. But uh, definitely excited to play this game. Yeah, I, I, just... I actually didn't see. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Do it. Go. No, I was going to say, I didn't hear anything about the soundtrack. Like, I kind of tried to look around for it and couldn't find much for that. Yeah. Does I've... anybody have any info on that? I, Ooh, I, do I don't. Uh, we might have to hit the Google machine here as we're talking. Because um, I, I bought the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, remastered version or whatever that they sent, that they released not that long ago. I can't remember what, when it was, but... And it was okay, and the soundtrack was different. They had different songs in there. That was good, but it was different than the originals. Um, so no Ace of Spades, sorry, which is unfortunate. <laughs> the Ace of Spades! I mean, not, not to say that the soundtrack is like a selling staple for me, but my God, it's that, that is oh. what brings it, it back for me, is yeah, hearing the was. music. Yeah, See, and, I, think, uh, I think for me, this I might have been more of an underground fan, but I can't. I just can't remember. Uh, Underground was really good, too. Oh, Thug was awesome. Thug was Mm -hmm. super awesome. So So I can't remember which ones it was that I like. So this this looks like a really... It it looks like an awesome... Well, whatever you call it. Remaster or reboot or overhaul. Um, You know, at... I think it's $40 for the regular edition. uh, $50 for the (laughs) deluxe. Uh, I mean, granted, it's a... 20 year old game two 20 year old games but yeah. redone overhauled yeah yeah it'd be I mean, worth it the graphics look i mean it's it's up-to-date graphics and everything where like that that remaster that i played was just like eh, it was a little bit better but this is like 
man, it looks like a completely different game almost. It's it's absurd. I've got a I've got a list of yeah. artists. I don't have the songs, but I do have a list of artists here, and there are thirty seven. Familiar at all? Thirty seven <laughs> new artists, including uh, I'll see ones I remember. I recognize a tribe called Quest is on here. Nice. Uh, Chick Norris. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Uh, I don't know a new. I don't know a lot of new bands here. Uh, Less than Jake, Machine Gun Kelly, Real Big Fish. Those are new. uh, Sublime, the Ataris, of course. Okay, Zebrahead. That sounds good. And original game artists. It also says Anthrax. Uh, Anthrax, no fucking shit. Bad Religion, Dead Kennedys. Uh, nice. Uh, Naughty by nice. Nature, That'll Papa fun. Roach, Power Man 5000, Primus, Rage. Jesus. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's going to be some good stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 As long yeah. as they keep that thrash punk feel to it, I'm I'm totally in for yeah. it. Right. That exactly. Makes it, it like gets you in the mindset, right? Like, it's like, uh-huh. it makes you feel like you're skateboarding. Like, you know, I wasn't big in a skateboarding. I'm a big guy. I fell down hard. Uh, so, like, <laughs> but, uh, I, I love you, playing these games, and the music was the fun part because you just blast it on the TV. And now, like, I use headphones or everything I play, so I'm gonna be blasting that in my headphones. Like, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be an awesome time playing this. And I think the good way to put some remasters, like what you were saying, Dan, with like the other one, is that they literally make it so it is on a disc that fits to your to your current system. Like, it's just like, oh, just put it on the new disc and <laughs> say it's a remaster. Yeah. Uh, no, this definitely like. If it didn't have the name, I'd believe it was a new game. Like, I believe they just built this. Like, it looks really good. Um, I'm If it follows the similar styles of play, like how the past ones did, with some, uh, I I know it looks like there's multiplayer, and it looks like there's uh, just kind of like, I don't know if it's arcade's the word. I can't remember what it was. Where you can kind of dick around in the simulation (laughs) (laughs) where you can dick around in the warehouse like you know yeah as long as all those things are in there like that's that's perfect that's exactly what i'd want um for this game agreed i gotta write down dicking around do you still collect vhs's which one was the collect vhs's yeah that was was one 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 definitely was in one the vhs tapes i can't remember if it was in two or not I feel like that was something they put in most of them, right? Like, they put yeah. that collecting... Because, yeah. like, I did that like... in Underground. I want... Because, like, it was hard to get all of them, and I would do it because it was, like, a challenge. Uh, what did they replace the VHSs with? <laughs> iPhones? <laughs> like, yeah, right. What's it going to be? <laughs> get your Blu-rays. Net- Netflix <laughs> accounts. That's a, that's a hyperlink now. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta grind. You gotta grind the hyperlink. <laughs> that's <what it> is. <laughs> Damn, that's a two thousand point move you just hey. did. Yeah. Hey. So in, in the trailer here, they specifically crying. say uh, an unforgettable soundtrack. So I'm guessing that means they have a lot of the same games. It looks like. Uh, well, uh, did they say that, or did like a, a or, different party say that? No, no, no. This is their their trailer. Yeah, and I'm their looking trailer. on on PlayStation's blog. They do list all the artists and the song names and it looks like you could uh spotify already has a playlist for it so oh shit. somebody's already oh, okay. looking through it so you could find it it looks like okay yeah i was having trouble coming across it because it kept trying to bring up the original for some reason Goddamn yeah. bang <laughs> and uh... <laughs> i was waiting for you to stop i was like that's because you use bing <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, what else? I'm slowly learning. Give me time. Big Sims fan over there, uh, Mr. Chudy. Got Hi. Sims 4. You got, a, you got some Sims 4 coming out? What's that all about? So the Sims 4 has been out for a uh, for a while. Oh, uh, so probably just... a couple, couple of years so since the Sims 4 has been out. Uh, it's just an no, this is an, an expansion, so pay that extra money for Star Wars. Oh. Uh, it looks like you, they have a character you actually have to play. Like, I don't think it's full Sims experience of creating who you want. Uh, I have the game already, so I'd consider buying it, depending on the price. I haven't really looked into that. Uh, but, you know, it's Star Wars. I have an addiction. I have a problem, so I will play because it's Star Wars is in the name. And it's Sims. Uh, Sims 4 is not my favorite, uh, as not mentioned in our top 10 uh, last week. Um, but I already have the game, so... If, unless it's a $40 expansion, I'd consider it. Okay. Okay. NBA 2K? Anybody buying that one now that uh, we're in a post-apocalyptic world of the playoffs are still going on now for 20 and we're not starting the new season <laughs> yet? Does anybody want to play 2K21? I mean, I'm playing 20 right now, but uh, that's because I got it for $9. Yeah. I'm still playing 20 as well. Uh, same thing. I didn't buy it when it comes out. I usually don't with these because if you wait till the end of the year or the first of the next year, you can get it at least half off or get like the expensive version for like $30. So it's like, I, if I know I wait, I'm going to get it cheaper. This one specifically, I they are, it's not going to be a port to play like uh, the new consoles. It's going to be, they're making one for the current gen. They're making one for the next gen. Ooh. Like, so they're putting the effort in. So like, Currently, if you buy the, um, I can't remember what it is. It's the Kobe edition. Like, it's the legendary. Uh, the Mamba edition. edition. Yeah, if you play that, if you buy that one, you're getting the copy for your current gen and you're getting the copy for your next gen. You're getting the fancy, all the points and shit for your career uh, school or underground for this one. The next one, you get the base game. Um, it's, you know, you're paying a hundred bucks the next one would cost 70. This one would cost you a hundred. Like it is a deal. If you can look at it, like you're getting two games, but I guess if you're not getting a PS five, it's up to you then if it's even really worth it. Um, so I think that part's interesting. Uh, the trailers all I've seen are related to, uh, the next gen, which looks amazing, whether that's the actual gameplay or not. Cause so far it hasn't been, it's been like, here's, uh, Zion sweating his ass off in the gym and then smirking and dunking on you. So like, uh, that looked good. Like it looked really good. Um, but there's some good updates I'd say to this year's, uh, I'm probably going to get it just in a few months, probably not when it comes out in two days for us. Uh, the day everyone listens to this. So yeah, when it comes we, to those, I usually we, wait. What do we feel about them using Kobe on the cover of this thing? It's, I, I think it's a good idea. Like, you know, Absolutely he did pass, he, he passed yeah. away in January. They usually do a three, uh, I'm trying to think, they do two or three different uh, people on the covers. It's common for them on the on the base one to do a current player and then on, like, the $100 version to do a legendary player. Uh, it makes a lot of sense for it to be Kobe uh, and okay. be, like, a tribute to him uh, is how I see it, like, I think they're going to get a boost in sales because of that. Um, but I think it lacks, makes a lot of sense. I think there'll probably be some pretty good tributes to him in the game 
Uh, and it's the Mamba edition. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly what it's called. So yep. I, I'm a fan of that. I think, you know, we obviously lost him too soon um, into mm-hmm. a pretty crazy accident. Um, so it would be a good thing for legacy-wise, you know, especially if you're a fan of him. Good thing to have on the shelf. Uh, I thought the same, like, when it came out with Giannis on the cover for 2K19. Uh, I was active by it because it has Giannis, and it had a bunch of cool things, like words around for, like, his legacy family and stuff like that. I was like, I wanted it just because he was on the cover. So uh, I could see people buying it because, you know, Kobe's on the cover. It makes a lot of sense. So one interesting – I'm just on the 2K21 website right now, and one interesting I think I'm seeing here is, you know, that Mamba Forever edition, you can get it for either the – current gen or the uh next gen so it sounds like it depends you get to pick on which which one you get the standard edition for versus one oh which one you yeah get upgraded. Yep. right so you can pick to get the upgraded on the next gen and then only have the standard for the current or vice versa which it's a um, great idea yeah because it, it's yeah and it's the same price 100 bucks for both but what's interesting and we might have to look more into this as it gets closer but if you select xbox you can choose either physical or digital but if you select PS5, you can only select physical. Oh, what the hell? Interesting. Well, a bunch of bullshit. I don't want that disk drive. So <laughs> I I don't know if it's maybe just uh, PlayStation doesn't have it in their digital store yet. Because I think even even when you're looking at the the standard edition, you can't select digital for PS5. So it, it could just be they don't have a digital store available yet. Whereas Xbox, they can just use the Microsoft store. But uh, something to keep in mind as we're going getting further down the line here it looks like at least some of these games that are coming out now with this feature where you can kind of pre-buy for the next gen uh you might not be able to buy the digital versions yet so don't lie you love to touch disc <laughs> i love this right. <laughs> mm, especially, especially those flappy discs you know what i'm saying <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like them three and a half. <laughs> that five is too big. <laughs> phrasing. Uh, so, for you, Dan, like what? Hey, what phrasing. Modes do you play. <laughs> yeah. What what modes do you play when you like for two K for uh, basketball? I just hit the playoffs. I usually get it towards the end of the season, and then I'll uh, I'll just start a playoff series as the Bucks, and work my way Ten through lose. the playoffs. Yeah, oh, I can, it's I mean, a lot. Like it's hard to play eighty-two games simulation, right? Yeah. Like that's a lot. Oh, and at yeah. least they have a sim stats to be like, hey, the game knows I'm only gonna pay, play like five minute quarters. Uh, I'm not crazy here, so it'll sim your stats to make it seem like your team plays the same amount of minutes as everybody else uh, and rounds your stats up. So if you do really yeah. well, it makes your team look amazing. Uh, that part, like I'm a my career guy, so they they made some big approve. Well, I shouldn't say improvements. I always think it's good. But they had some big additions this year where you actually play through high school, college. Um, and they have 10 official licensed colleges in there. I'm not going to necessarily list all of them, but I think that's pretty cool. Usually the first main chunk of your career is uh, you play through a story they built. So you get to answer the interview questions and it changes things about your character. Not necessarily the fact that you're going to be playing basketball games. But if you play really bad, you're not playing a lot of minutes and you're not playing all the games you should be playing. Uh, which inf- affects your draft status and stuff, but like you still get to play the game. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> like it's not going to be like you really suck. You're not playing ever. Uh, but um, that part I always like because they put a lot of effort into that uh, narrative they put together for like your starting year before it just becomes like a franchise that you focus on one player only. 
Um, so it's not like they have names or likenesses of college players. It's just your no. whatever character you create starts in college. And yeah, they up. have. Um, Got it. So like last year they did they did no likeness to college teams. Like I think you were a player for the Bay City uh, Dragons or some uh, shit like that. Uh, so you, the Bay you City, played what? It was Rollers. like dragons. <laughs> Goddamn Northerners. The Florida Seminole Vesicles? <laughs> <laughs> but you play you play there. Idris Alba is your coach. Uh, what? He is he tries, really? Yeah, you like, you're like the star freshman or sophomore or something, uh, or senior, I don't remember. But, like, you sit out because one of your uh, team's players gets hurt uh, for the season. He, like, tears his ACL or something. And you set out a game in protest because they dropped his scholarship because he got hurt. And then, like, you have to go play through the G League, and he ends up your coach in the G League, and then you end up working well with him, and you win. If you Well, if you play well and actually win, you win the thing with him, and it's, like, a big boost to your character. You so, like, they put, they put effort me. into a sports game story, which yeah. is what Madden does not do. Uh, or EA, I should say, does not do. So... Hope, uh, like when I see this, I really hope they do this with uh, the NFL 2K when that comes out. Like making a career somehow out of that because that would be awesome. All right, who's ready? Who's ready to play some uh, wacky wild WWE 2K Battlegrounds? Only if it has a simulation mode. We've been over this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. You never know. It's probably going to cost uh, you 15 bucks for downloadable content to play it. See, yeah. I think that's that's the thing that's killing me. You know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but it was just like I was so excited for it. Um, not really because I'm super, super into wrestling or anything, but just because it looks like a really it looks like my kind of wrestling game, you know. And uh, then as soon as we found out that all of these characters are basically going to be played to use or paid to use. Uh, either that or slog to use. So I just, I'm a little off it, but I don't know. We'll see once it comes out, once they actually release some better pricing and everything for some of these things, then it might make more sense. But right now I'm a little sour about it. Yeah, that whole roster thing is kind of getting to me out. I, I haven't looked if there's going to be, so far from what I see, that the downloadable characters will be unlocked for free. But uh, that's just crazy that they're, I mean... I guess the problem is like, like these games now you can just go, hey, just release it, and we'll just add the shit on later, you know. And yeah. it it makes it definitely unnecessary to buy it right away if you don't want to, because it's like, well, you know, you still got other shit, you know, you're waiting for, you know, why not just wait right. then and see until like, yeah, it's fully released. It's like buy, let's like buying the early access type of game or something like. If I don't want to play, if I want to play the full game, I'm going to wait till it's the full game. But it yeah. never comes. That's the problem. <laughs> well, like things like Sims 4, yeah, because it's been out for two, three years now, and they're still releasing packs, right? But I don't know. I, I, I think that's a perfect point for this one because, yeah, you wait six months. Like, okay, really, how much are you really missing by waiting six months for this game? By that point, you have a ton more uh, characters to play. And, oh, by the way, you can get it for 50% off because there's a freaking sale or something, right? So, Yeah, and speaking of Sims 4, looked it up. It's 760 bucks to buy every single downloadable content there is available for it. 
So <laughs> are you sure? You're on Bing. Yeah. I don't know if I trust you. No, I saw no, that no, no, no. This was not Bing. This was Samsung Internet. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. I saw it on Reddit earlier. It, that's crazy. This game can cost you almost eight hundred dollars if you want the you know quote unquote full game. I don't know. That's yeah, no, it was the uh, the inclusion of the Star Wars Sims Four that I was like, okay, how much could there possibly fucking be? And the answer is quite a bit. Like, there's a ton of content from furniture sets to clothing to animals to just the most inane bullshit that I'm like. God damn, there's something for everybody. <laughs> All right, who put Mafia on here? Who's ready for the $40, Mafia? $40? $40 gets you the game and Star Wars? Okay, we got to backtrack here. Oh, boy. 20 bucks? No. I'll do it. $400? I saw it was $40, but is that, that comes with the Star Wars edition? <laughs> If you, yeah, $40 is 20 bucks for the expansion, 20 bucks for the base game. If you already have the base game, then it's $20. Oh, that still seems like a lot. Yeah, but uh, Sean was just kind of saying it. It looks like a lot more there than I thought it was. Uh, and I listed the game. I just saw Star Wars. I was like, yeah, Star Wars! And I watched the trailer. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong, but you should watch that purse a little more carefully. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, that's just, you get that you get that credit card linked to the account. You just hit the pay button. Just keep hitting it. Hit the button. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like going and seeing the last three movies. It's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we don't go. Start, Let's don't start this again. <laughs> no, I, I promise to only slightly sidetrack conversations going forward. <laughs> so this this mafia, put mafia on there is this a. Is this like a re-release of the original, or what is this? Yeah, so this is a remake of the original 2002. They've already done, or they are, they are available. They've done the second and the third. I never played the original. I only played Mafia 3. Um, I really, I enjoyed it to a point, but I have heard, uh, based on Sean's face and what he's doing, I have heard the first and second are better than the third. Um, so... I thought this was interesting. I didn't look into how much it's going to cost, but I watched the trailer. Like, it is definitely a remake. It is not a remaster uh, by any means. They've added some uh, extra commentary, some extra scenes. Uh, there's a couple other things they added, too. Um, it looks actually really good. Like, I enjoy games that are out, like, in this era. Um, so, like, what this makes me think of L.A. Uh, Noir. A lot when I'm like watching the trailer and stuff like that's obviously a different type of game but I enjoyed that uh, this is a little bit different I think this would be a lot of fun um, I'm not sure what the price is if you guys looked up if it's a full like 60, 40 bucks. 70 40 bucks like yep. I don't know it looks like you're getting the same story essentially but it's at least a full remake not just a remaster that say put it on the disc and say it's good to go for the current gen so um thought it would be good to point that out. It's not till the end of the month that comes out, though, so some time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, you can finish up everything else from the month and then take care of that yeah, one at the end. Yeah, you know, or finish <laughs> the games, as we'll talk about later, that we've been playing uh, that have been out for a long time. Uh, yeah, that we still exactly. Finished. <laughs> Don't get on me. <laughs> well, 
We got one more one more big one that's coming out in September, and that's uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's out. It's Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Uh, I've already Yay. pre-ordered mine. I'll tell you that. You did not. I did. Did you really? Bullshit. You did. did not pre-order a game. <laughs> pre-ordered it. It's ready you for download. You bastard. I pre-ordered, it. I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered <laughs> it to play the beta. Because I know on PlayStation you could get the you got the beta for free, but I wanted it on the PC yeah. and I didn't want to turn on my television and play on the PlayStation because I know there's like 800 updates waiting for me. So I just pre-ordered it because I knew I was going to buy it anyway. So how how did it run on your PC? Because I know people have been having problems with the beta. I for me it ran fine. It ran perfectly fine. I had no problems whatsoever. Um, so okay, yeah, I don't know about the how that works with some of those some of the other people having the problems. I know I know you found something there on on Reddit. You just take all your settings and set them to low, and then there's no problem. Yeah, that works great. <laughs> oh, res- low resolution. I don't Everything get... looks like pixels and polygons. I'm just tossing that big uh, green blab around. He calls himself the Hulk. I mean, I think they were they were more focused on the 4K, which I'm sure you're not running 4K because Ouch, why? No, it's not a not a burn. <laughs> it's like why would you run 4K right now? No, you're going to burn out your graphics card. I'm running. a streamer, yeah. bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, it sounded like people were having a lot of issues, especially on at the time uh, the high end graphics cards, uh, most settings they were having some trouble. But I'm glad to hear it was working well for you. So that's good. Yeah, I didn't have any problems. I I, I enjoyed the beta. Um, definitely, I guess slightly different than what I expected. It's it's a lot more of a button masher, you know, an arcade style of a game with a, trying to put a little bit of simulation in there of like, oh, you still got to go pick up the loot and stuff like that, but. Generally, it's run to this area, there's a big pile of guys come after you, you take them all out, then you run to the next area, a big pile of guys coming after you, you take them all out. So Okay, uh, we're f- talking big piles of guys. I mean, big, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I like my guys. Uh, okay. All right, last sidetrack. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, was a little disappointing, but then they and they tried to add in looks like elements of like when you're in between missions, you can pick where in the world you go to, you know, go to the next mission or whatever to continue the story. But I kind of stopped there because I didn't want to get too far into it, knowing I was going to play the whole thing anyway, no matter what. That I can't carry it on to my to the full version, so I like I'm just going to stop. So I think there's a little bit of a attempt at, not I guess not an RPG element, but an option of choice rather than just a straight linear story. But mm-hmm. from what I've played so far, it appears that it's just straight button mash fighting, which is kind of eh, not not the coolest thing because um, everybody you didn't you got to play as a few of the characters when they at the beginning of the story, and then the rest of it you were basically the Hulk and. Um, Miss Marvel. Um, so every one of the characters basically, for the most part, felt the same. They had a couple different special abilities. And then, like, you you know, when you were Iron Man, you could f- you flew. But otherwise, it was the same, you know, hey, I got punch and kick, and then I can hit my special button and do whatever special power my guy has. So not as excited when it came to the fighting, but we'll see. We'll see how the rest of it goes. I'm sure I'll have a review for this one. So, That's why we don't pre-order. 
That's right. That's right. Well, Wait till so, I review it and waste my money. <laughs> so the question is, with your pre-order, how many of these uh, characters did you also get with that pre-order? Well, that is an interesting question, as you found here that the Battle Pass things are basically charging you $10 per character. It's it's kind of interesting. I, I From what I've read yeah. in there, that it's to unlock, that's basically 10 bucks to unlock, not necessarily the character, but like outfits and like all the different things, upgrades you can do for that character. Yeah, all the cosmetics associated with the character. So it's, I, I to be honest, I don't know much about how these types of games work and how these like pay to pay to beautify your game works, but it seems like it's going to be ten dollars per character. Like the character itself, apparently, is going to be free, but then per character it's going to be ten dollars to unlock all the cosmetics associated with that. Uh, and they're calling them the titled hero challenge cards, which <laughs> shark that cards. Sound, yeah, <laughs> doesn't sound terrible at all. But it's uh, it's a new way to to give them more money, I guess. It's yeah, it's just they're turning into EA here. It's it's like you can. It seems like that's kind of the stuff you can find if you search around. You know, as, as you're in the levels and stuff like that, so you could ultimately unlock it on a haul if you if you wanted to but if you're lazy and want to spend money then you know yeah. you can you can get it a lot quicker and don't have to put forth the effort basically it looks like there might be some play to to unlock like it, it it's, it's obviously going to be in-game credits and a thousand credits gets you one of these battle passes so for five dollars you get 500 credits 10 bucks gets you the thousand but it sounds like you might be able to earn those credits uh through you know, game mechanics. So, okay. Uh, okay. you know, it, it, it's either going to be, you have to play 500 hours to unlock it or spend $10. So see, no and that's kind of the shit thing <laughs> is the minority of gamers that kind of buy into that of, eh, I'll just shell out the money for it. Why not? It's my dad's credit card. And they see it as a successful business model and it's never going to go away because of that. And uh, I, yep. I despise that shit. Yep. That is, uh, I think we're hitting it right here with Battle Passes. That's like the new way of games with all the Battle Royals we have. Even Fall Guys, you can buy the pass, uh, which we'll get to later, which is supposed to be the most basic of (laughs) Battle Royals. But it's the new way things are done. Um, As someone who has played Apex Legends, Call of Duty, a little bit of Fortnite, PUBG, every season that's released, you have a level progression as the more you play, the more you unlock. With those, um, like, uh, every five levels is free. The in-betweens are, if you paid for the Battle Pass, you get the items in those unlocks. So if you're playing the free version, you don't get everything, but you do get some stuff. Um, You can earn the credits while playing, either in unlocks, uh, in, like, the trophy system, or as part of that 100-level or 50-level progression. Um, you definitely do not earn credits fast enough to be able to buy characters as they come out with those games. It's promoting you to pay for the battle pass to get extra credits and uh, pay, pay for credits. So I would point out it's not every character. Um, it's the, the first six are unlocked right away. So at the very least, like if you want to do your whole thing for Iron Man, it's already unlocked. It's free. 
But like it says, as soon as Hawkeye is available, which I think he's available right away, but starting with Hawkeye, you need to then start paying to unlock these levels. Because I'm going to pay and for like, Hawkeye. That's what I'm Yeah, no, I'm what like, the fuck? The one that's going to come out, though, it's going to be when <laughs> Spider-Man comes out yeah. for PlayStation. Because I, why would I unlock Hawkeye? So I get a different bow and arrow. Who gives a shit? Like the or any of these other characters that are come out. Like Spider Man's gonna be the one where it's like you get different features and tech for his uh, suit. Where it's gonna be like, fuck, do I spend the ten dollars? And I'm, I would because of that. Like if I plan to play this and play it a lot, I'd want Spider Man. I also see myself by the time Spider Man comes out, and if I buy this now or wait till PS Five, being so tired of this game, not wanting to even go through it. Because this is one of those games where it's like I give myself the uh, months of this is all I play, and then I get sick of it at one point one day because I'm like, oh, this feels a lot like work because if I don't log in every day, I can't get my level up in time, and I don't get cool shit. So it's like I'm going to get tired of playing a game like this, and you know I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, I didn't play the beta. I've heard it's very much like the Destiny way of playing things. Uh, a couple of reviews I saw said it was like Destiny 2, where it's, I don't think any of you guys played that, but or played it a lot. I played that a lot, and that, it fell into that rhythm for me of, I love this, and then it's like, I hate this grind. Why am I doing any of this? Okay, I'm done playing this. Uh, where it's, you know, you're playing, I think, Destiny 2's Factions. I don't know what it is in this, because I haven't really looked, but, like, it has that mindset. So I guess if you like Destiny and Avengers, this game's for you. Uh, I, I don't know. I see myself getting in that rhythm of, I'll play this a lot for a couple months, and then get very tired of it. And then, oh. you know, I can't play the full Spider-Man unless I pay $10 as well. At least we get them free for PlayStation. Well, I'll definitely, uh, I'll let you know if it's something worth buying, and then you can go ahead and Do they at the least have that. loot boxes? They, uh, I think they do have loot boxes. Yes! Cause it's, all loot, it's all loot uh, stuff, right? Uh, surprise mechanics? Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. Bunch of bullshit. Yeah, loot boxes, baby! Wonderful. <laughs> let oh, me get let me get all those common unlocks. <laughs> all right, before we get into our next topic, we are going to take a short commercial break. <laughs> You've been listening to the chairshot.com. Turn the game off. It's worthless. I already turned it off. It's over. It's over, Adam. Now a word from my god. Our sponsor. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy King Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. 
We got some good old games. What's good old games? So, GOG. The, yeah, GOG.com. What's a GOG? G-O-G.com. So this this is just a short little thing. I know I ran across on probably Reddit because that's where I get everything. But it's uh, I, I had never heard of it before. I never stumbled across it. Um, you know, I've stumbled across other uh, things like this. It's a it's a basically it's a game store uh, for PC gaming. Um, so much like Steam or Epic or any of those. But this it's, it seems like it's not. Uh, it, it's more online. It doesn't look like they have a big you know uh, executable that you have to download and run. Uh, maybe that does. I haven't looked that much into it, but what it does seem like is that they have some really good deals on, you know, some older, but not seriously old games. So it, it seems like they run a lot of good deals fairly often on games. Uh, the only reason I wanted to bring it up is because there's a lot of these types of kind of, you know, websites out there where, um, you can go and just, if you're looking to buy a game, just go and check out some of these different ones. You know, Humble Bundle is another one that's out there. Um, you know, as I stumble across these, it's just really interesting to see kind of all of the different stores that are out there. And, you know, I think a lot of times there's an overlap. You know, if something's on sale on the Steam store, it's also going to be sale and everywhere else. But this is just another place to look when you're when you're interested in finding a game and uh, you check Steam and it's at full price. You know, maybe check check one of these other stores like uh, good old games or humble bundle or anything else and see if you can't get it for a few bucks off and see what you can do about it. So I'm not sure if any of you other guys have stumbled across this at all. There's a lot of shaking heads over there. Yeah. That's a lot of no's. Well, it's PC gaming. So you already know where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This was a new one for me. Uh, I, I hadn't seen this one before, but I checked it out and yeah, they got some, Newer games, they've got a few older games, uh, so it's it's definitely interesting. And like I said, you know, if it's, you're just looking for a sale or anything, you're just trying to get a couple bucks off. It's definitely worth checking out. So, do you buy the games or do you stream them? No, you buy them, and okay. I think their their big thing is it's all DRM free. So they don't they don't have any games on here that require DRM. So and that's like any kind of DRM. So like any constantly online anything, they basically don't do that. So really, it's they're selling you uh, the executable package that you can download and then install. Uh, so that's why I don't think they need like a software kind of like Steam does because Steam will have some DRM games uh, inside of it. Um, whereas this, it's it looks like it's just you're literally just buying the game. So it's probably even more uh, more like you own it than a Steam account. Because, you know, Steam, like, if if tomorrow uh, Steam went under, uh, I don't have any rights to any of those games. Like, it's I, I don't know how that works. Like, I'm pretty sure if Steam all of a sudden goes under and the, that uh, app stops working, I'm going to lose the, you know, don't tell my wife, but probably, like, thousands of dollars I've spent on Steam. <laughs> right? So, like... <laughs> well, no, even lose. if they ban your account, you lose everything. So... Yeah. Yeah, so it's like this. This seems even a little bit more like you actually own the game. It even seems like you know Steam and Epic things like that. Maybe you're kind of just maybe renting the game for as long as they exist. Uh, this seems like you actually own it. So, I, I will say one good thing that came out of this is it made me think of uh, the old school games again. And uh, I saw Blade Runner was on there, which was kind of cool. And I was almost going to buy it because it was really cheap. But I just realized that there's a uh, they're doing a remaster, uh, an enhanced. 
edition that's coming out later this year. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to wait then and for the new one or the enhanced version of it. Uh, but then there's this game I've been trying to find for God knows how long, decades, um, basically, that was out for Macintosh. And it was a, basically a, kind of like a, a cyberpunk type of like point and click game. That was really cool, and it was like all I could remember from it was like it had this biohazard symbol on the picture of the of the game, and I was always thinking it was biohazard, bio something, you know, game. And anytime I kind of stumble across like something like this, I like it'll remind me like, oh yeah, there was this game that I really liked, and I you know start to dig for it and try and find it, and I could never find it. Well, yesterday I found it because of this. Yeah, nice. It's not on good old games, but it made me do another dig and i found a macintosh site that had a list of games like every game ever for macintosh and i'm like well pff, I, there's no way i'm gonna find it in here because it's just a list yeah, of games. right and yeah. i obviously don't remember the name of the game so i uh, i just went through the bees because i'm like oh, it's gotta be bio it was bio something you know it was bio uh, you know and i so i sort went through there of course there's no game with bio in it at all and i'm like fuck me you know i'm not gonna find this thing and bio has there was <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um uh, i i saw one that was called burn cycle and i'm like okay let me like oh that's close like yeah i'll right click on it open the window and i'll keep scrolling through a little bit and i went through the seas and there was nothing that triggered my mind i'm like no nope, okay i'm done i'm not going through the rest of this shit so i clicked on the burn cycle sure shit that's the name of the game that was it oh, i'm like that's totally the game i watched some of the gameplay i'm like that's the fucking game i've been looking for so now i'm on a quest to actually try and find a way i can download it so i can play it again because somebody does have it on youtube where you could just watch the whole gameplay uh but mm-hmm. i want to play it again because it was it was fun and it was like it was in that era i think it was in i think it was 93 or 95 i can't remember um but it was like right when sega cd was coming out and they were doing the you know the video inlay clips of things in between the game and stuff like that you know where they tried to use the cd rom video type of thing and that's what like this was kind of doing it right before the sega cd came out and it was like oh man like it was so like different at the time and you go back and you see the graphics they're just they're shit but like obviously at that time it was like whoa it's really cool and futuristic and uh but you know and the game was like basically two hours long and that was it and it was like a hard it was a difficult game in a sense that once you died like yeah, unless you saved, if you die, you're starting all over. So you better make sure you save your game. But it, and it is, was only two hours. Uh, you had a two-hour time limit on it, basically. It's forty-five dollars on Amazon. There's oh, one left. Hell, forty-five dollars, and that's to get the disc. Is that <laughs> the disc? How the hell am I going to play it? To get the, well, you got to get a Windows ME machine running. <laughs> oh and, Jesus uh, Christ! <laughs> or a Windows ninety-five machine. Uh, uh, I'm no, going to try and find of, an ISO. Uh, <laughs> that clipping of uh, video in there kind of sounds... Is it, is it sort of like Command & Conquer used to do? Man, that was awesome. Uh, like, I where they would kind of know. just cut in, like, real, like, video of people talking? Um, no, this was still, like, the characters talking, but it was, like, a... It was trying to make it more like a person. Okay. Um, but that it was, yeah, it was, so it was, I guess kind of like that, but it kept it in the vein of like, you're playing the game and then it would go, okay. And now it cuts to a person like going, you know, Hey, you gotta get out of there. You gotta get out of there. And then it cuts back and it like, okay, now you're back as your guy. 
but man, I've got a quick question. If we're on old games, just for a minute, um, do you remember this sort of adventure game where it was like two tentacle alien dudes? Like, God, oh, this is gonna bug me until I can find it. But it was like Toe Jam and Earl. I don't. I don't know if that's a joke or not, because I don't remember. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah. like these two tentacle like monster guys that it was just a tentacle, and it was kind of like this you an exploration game where you had to sort of solve how to get back to where you're supposed to go. And it was right around the same time that um, Duke Nukem came out. Oh, boy. And if nobody's got anything, we can move on. I'll find out later. You, uh, yeah, let's take a look. If you look at Toe Jam and Earl, that's the only thing I could think of because he looks like a tentacle. He's just got feet or something like that. I think one of the guys, anyway. The other guy looks like yeah. Patrick from yeah, SpongeBob. Yeah, kind of. You know what? That actually sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm bringing it up. Bring it up, bing it. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't even have to. I put it right in the Skype. Oh, just there click you go. The link. There you go. Yeah, I brought up uh, Microsoft Edge. Shout out. <laughs> Dude, if I nailed this thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be happy. That'll make my day. No. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. That'll make my uh, part of my day. The rest of my day was already made yeah. earlier. No, this isn't it. <laughs> no, gosh. Oh, fuck you. So close. Just eat shit. Uh, eat shit. You eat a big bag of shit. Everyone can eat shit. A big bag of shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, we'll keep looking. Well, it's on the computer. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, if I got, I'll figure it out later. This is dead time, guys. In, that goes in. That goes in. The, okay, so if you want to, if you know the name, if you're shouting out right now, go on Twitter at a winner is you. The letter U at a winner is you, and tell us the name of this damn game. Help us figure it out because yep. we don't know. There. It was a comedy game. That's... It was funny, even as like a seven year old. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'm on a, now we're on a quest. We're going to find it. But in the meantime, we got one more topic. That's kind of more than one topic, but it's one topic to talk about. That's the last thing we're going to talk about for the day. So here we go. It's been a few weeks. It's time for what you're playing. Drew has been been drooling for weeks, having <laughs> keep continuing to put this on the list, and I keep taking it yeah. off. And he finally, finally gets to talk about it later because Sean, we're gonna talk, start with you. And <laughs> <laughs> don't mind if I do. Please do. <laughs> and talk about what you have or have not been playing. Oh nothing. wait! Seriously? Oh yeah! Seriously? I'm making him wait. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a lot of pressure to lead off. Um, I've been playing this exciting, brand new, groundbreaking game called Far Cry Five. And true, hey. going back to a couple of weeks ago, I finally understand what you meant about being kidnapped in the middle of doing okay. innocuous things. Like you're literally just doing nothing, and all of a sudden your screen kind of pops up, and then your head sinks, and then oh. Yeah, by the way, you're waking up in a chair with a gun right next to you, and you got to kill a bunch of people. So and I was I, like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> I kind of don't understand how you didn't you didn't get that in the first 
that first area. Yeah, right? no, it, it really didn't come up until right at the boss fight when you get taken down outside that church. That that was really <laughs> the only time it ever kind of popped up for me. But as soon as I went to, um, you know, Faith Seed's area, you could talk to her and it would happen. And then I went to Jacob Seed's area and right in the middle of a fucking conversation, you just black out. And I was like, what the fuck is... Ah, this is what he was telling me about. Okay. And then you wake up and have to sort of hardcore Harry or hardcore Henry, whatever the fuck it is, um, just run <laughs> through that room. Dirty Harry? Killing... No, no, there's a <laughs> hardcore Henry. It was like a first-person like action movie where you were basically parkouring everywhere. It It, it came out in theaters. Harry so and the Hendersons? Yes, no, that. hardcore Henry or Harry, <laughs> one of the two. Either way, it was kind of like that where, you know, you're given a different weapon at kind of each checkpoint and just basically had to speed run through these people because you were running out of time. And as it turns out, the culmination of that was training you to take out somebody that you didn't intend to take out, which I thought was actually a pretty cool mechanic because you, you get used to it. It happens like four or five times. And that last time it happens, there's a target at the end that was not a target you were actually trying to kill. All right, so, I need to know. I turned the game off because this was bullshit. Breaking news? Did we get... Are we serious? What do we, what do we got here, Adam? No, no. I'm going to stay on mute. I'll start cussing on the podcast. Oh, boy. Uh, here we okay. go. Okay. Right. Sorry, everybody. You're a bunch of bullshit. Okay, <laughs> Mute. <sorry. Mute. laughs> okay, so they were losing. I'll give the quick update. They were losing by a lot. Uh, we got it tied with four seconds to go. We stopped them, and they called a way late foul, apparently, on the last shot. Because uh, oh Miami God. had the last shot with four seconds. Oh, that's it then. Uh, brutal. Okay. Because right. uh, it, it was like end of regulation, so it was going overtime, and then all of a sudden it's, oh, I guess there's a foul. Oh, boy. Oh, Ain't boy. that the way of things? Fucking bullshit. They're trying to get him out of Milwaukee. Fucking NBA knows what they're doing. Bunch of bitches. Okay, back on to whatever. Uh, Paul's <laughs> he didn't come guy. to the maps. We'll take him. <laughs> yeah, we'll take him. All right. Now's a um, chance. <laughs> but, yeah, no, just want to say, still going through Far Cry 5. Um the mechanic that Drew was talking about very much comes to life when you get to the northern area where where it was like, ah, okay, that's what he was talking about. Um, but still enjoying the story. Got three of the four seeds out of the way. So I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the ending. Just yeah, make me so sad because then Far Cry 6 comes out. And I'm like, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you have, uh, oh, God, what's the one between these two? There's a there's an expansion to Far Cry New Dawn. Thank you. Uh, you gotta play New Dawn too. Uh, same really? same yeah same mention. It's it's kind of like how uh, Blood Dragon was for Far Cry Three. Gotcha. It's uh, same engine, same same location, uh, but it takes place after the end of this game. So it takes place like I don't know how long after, but after this. Uh, so it's interesting. You've only you beat three out of four, so you really just have the last guy left. Like it's. And that, there's not, uh, so yeah, you you got to just get it done, man. 
Yeah, I know, but oh god, I really enjoy him as a villain. Like he is surprisingly compelling. I like what he has to say. If he approached me, I would join the cult. I mean, oh jeez, <laughs> he's sexy. His glasses are perfect. I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> he's compelling. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, I'll end it there. <laughs> No more man crushing on a man bun. <laughs> oh, that's okay, man. It's uh, he, he, uh, he. You can definitely how see see how he would be a cult leader, right? Like he has that charisma, even though uh, if you're of your right mind, you can see through that in about a half a second. You're like, man, you're freaking nuts. Like this is <laughs> no good. So. His philosophy is interesting, like the whole. Um end of the world scene when you're hanging out with faith and he kind of shows up and basically you know walks out into a field and shows that backdrop of nuclear armageddon i was like that is a really cool like really cool like cinematography shot right there Mm -hmm. so that's i that's what i enjoy about the game it's got some really cool moments to it but otherwise it's far cry 5 it's been out forever i've been playing it forever so on to you guys i will (laughs) I will highly recommend New Dawn after it because there. I, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, don't worry. But there are tie-ins to the ending of this game in in New Dawn, and it's pretty awesome. So, does give the it sun a, come up? All right, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I promised I was done. Now I'm actually done. When they fall flat, I'm I'm good. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, uh, I kind of broke down and decided to buy PGA 2K21 uh, because I wanted to play a golf game on my Nintendo Switch. So I actually bought the Nintendo Switch version uh, because I don't have a don't have a golf game on the Switch. And so far from what I've played, it's the golf club. They have made yeah. basically no change. It is if you played the golf club before. Um, you know that you know the mechanics. If you then they came out with the golf club, including the PGA Tour, and now they just have the 2K engine behind them, and it's just the golf club with pros names in there. You can't play as them. You just there's the names are in there. You just play against them, and there's only like a dozen. But it starts off exactly the same. With you, it goes right into the mechanics, and here's how you do your swings. It's the same voiceover. It's everything that I've played so far, a hundred percent, the exact same game. So I little so you're disappointed. Saying I can't play as, I can't play as John Daly. You cannot play no. as Don J- John Daly and carry a beer yeah, in your, in your bag. But, <laughs> but you can create your character to look like him and then unlock the fancy clothes and then it'll be like you're playing like there him. There you go. Okay. There you Good. go. Yeah, you can you can start you can have a a rivalry with Dustin Johnson, but you can't play as Dustin Dustin Johnson if you want to. That's all you get uh-huh. to do. Uh, I haven't gotten that far into playing the yeah. exact tour yet, but yeah, I created my character after you go through like the training simulation at the beginning that it just drops you right into and trying to figure out the swing mechanics um, and everything. But yeah, it's it's disappointing. It's not a. I'm not saying it's a bad game. Because the golf club isn't wasn't a bad game, it's just the exact same game. There's no difference. If you're looking for something else or a new experience, you're not going to get it. Yeah, 
And I feel like they were taking what people were familiar with and then putting their name behind it, which means the engine change. And then like, I like what I don't know what modes you've played, Dan. I've played it too. I've played it a lot uh, for like the my career mode. I have not done just the single game because it doesn't really make sense to me. Why wouldn't I just play my my career then if I'm going to play a single game? And I haven't done like play with friends online and go play a golf course. Uh, so like I've just played that. I've enjoyed it because it's a game and like I play for like 15, 20 minutes. I can get through a course or a round of golf and then. You know, if I know I got, like, an hour, it's great, which is, like, how Madden was, too. But, you know, I enjoy golf, so it's a it's a golf thing. Um, I don't really care about the customization. <laughs> like, that's the big part of it. Uh, I have what my guy originally had. I've gotten the unlocks you get from just beating courses and challenges. And, um, granted, you could spend money and get this stuff, which, you know, is pretty much everything we talked about. But I, I don't do that. Uh I pretty much kept the same stuff my guys has on because, like, I don't necessarily care how fancy he looks. I just want to play the game and play all these courses, which I will say I really like how the courses look. I think there's things about it. Like, I don't know how it is on the Switch for you because I don't know if it's, like, how it is playing on PlayStation. But, like, trees can be very blocky at one point, and then they can be like, holy shit, this looks real at the other point. Like, it is very... 50 50 for me when i'm playing like at times i'm like this is kind of a shit video game and then there's other times where i'm like wow this looks amazing and like at least the courses are you know they're cut out they have a ton of that you can create courses if you want um i've played at least 10 rounds uh golf and i just do one round per event uh i would never play a lot if i had to do four rounds per event like how it actually is um so i've won Let's see, I think I've played, I've won more than half. I've won like 60% of the tours, the ones I played. And that was with normal start and now experienced. I feel like it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more of a challenge on experienced. Um, uh, not enough to, not enough of a difference for me where I'm like, oh, wow, this made a different game completely. Uh, just makes things like wins a little harder. Elevation plays in a little bit more uh, like a, your shot and where you're trying to land your shot. Um, but, you know, I can win a, an event with, like, a negative 12 and the closest person will be a negative 3. Like, it shouldn't be that easy. Like, it does feel yeah. very easy for what it should be. Uh, which, you know, I do like it when it's a challenge. So when it's really windy, I typically barely can win or might be close. I'll be in the top five. Um, still fun. I like the rival stuff. Uh, the unlocks are cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't use them. <laughs> yeah. The, the difficulty so, is what's really nice is I know my uh, my broadcast partner for DWI podcast is playing it as well on PlayStation, and it depends on how, how difficult you want your swing, swing mechanic to be. You know, you can kind of turn it up, and the, the swinging is, like I've noticed, at least for when I'm doing it, like I can get a perfect shot on the one difficulty, and then the next one I'm just all over the place. So it's like, yeah, do I, you know, I can lower the difficulty at least for my swing and be and enjoy my enjoy playing the golf game. But then you can also adjust the difficulty of the computer or the AI and make the course a little more difficult and yep. the computer to kind of keep up with you a little more. So it's not that, you know, you're one sided on this way and then you play the other way and you're like, you know, you can, you know, barely compete. So. I, the the idea that you have all those options to be able to change difficulties is just kind of nice. So it was interesting to hear you talk about like the graphics or you know what the courses look like. 
Because I remember that was a big selling point that they had for this one was the fact that they were, you know, I think we talked about it, right? They were going out with drones to all these courses yeah. and measuring them down to like the centimeter level. And so like, do for, I think both have both of you guys played the, um, the golf club as well or whatever that other. Uh, yes. So uh, we're like, are the courses, have you noticed a difference? Like are the courses way better in this game than the old yeah. one? Or is it like, yeah, it's this, it's, you know, it's, it's St. Andrews. It's been the same since Tiger Woods 04. That's the thing, right? <laughs> there, there's a much change there. It's the same course. It's just, I would expect it a little bit more improvement. Like, I, I think the grass, like the green, the fairway, uh, the rough, the part outside of the rough, the water, uh, all of that and the bunkers themselves, like, those look good. The details there, like, it, it looks very good. When they do the zoom out and you see like the overhead shots and stuff, I'm like, they couldn't have put a little bit more effort into a tree. Like I've seen trees better in other games. Like, <laughs> this one still looks like a polygon, and then this it's one looks like a tree. <laughs> right. I just I've just like, been hey, trying to I've been trying to hit the deer on the driving range. That's all I'm going for here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I aim for the people on the side. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the problem at Top Golf, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> that's my problem when I'm normally on the driving range. Uh, that's my problem for my buddy. I know not to stand right next to him because you might get hit. <laughs> <laughs> what system are y'all playing it on? You said the Switch. Adam, same? PlayStation 4 for me. Oh, okay. And oh, it still looks crappy? Mm -hmm. I can understand it's it. It's not everything. It's yeah. definitely not everything. The people look good, like especially the handful of pros that are actually in the game who can be your rivals, because uh, that's the only people they'll show replays of. Look very good, um, and then you know you don't see anyone else actually. That's usually all you see. You yeah. see Brayson DeChambeau, uh, and then you see Dustin Johnson pretty much, and that's like it. But um, I think my character looks decent. I think the Anything but the trees. Like, if it didn't have trees, I'd say it looked really good. That just takes me out of it. I, I don't know what it is. It really takes me out of it. And honestly, my biggest problem, what I've done is, like, I've turned off all replays because I it takes so long for them to load in a replay, and then it's not even your replay. I don't give a shit what the other guy did. I just want to play the game. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know if it's like this on the Switch, but it's all network. So, like, I will be sitting there, and if the if their one server they apparently have, they might they probably have more. But it's a joke on Reddit. They have one because if that server is not working, nobody can play. You will sit oh. as you load on one hole, and it just the little like you know like the Wi-Fi signal, like the network typical network signal, is just constantly flashing in your right corner, and it just keep doing that. And the reason that's there is like you're not playing with anybody, but yet it's all uploading to the network because. Yeah. If you drop out, it can pick you up right where you were. It was, keeps that stuff to track. I was going to say, it's just like real golf. You're just waiting for the group ahead of you to, yeah, get, no to shit. get up there. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's we'll when you get the that. beer and <laughs> just, you call down the beer cart. And yeah, uh, it'll get buggy because of that. Like, I'll be sitting here and I'll be like, it's been thinking for like five minutes. Do I have to just turn it off? And oh. then I start mashing all the buttons thinking that's going to do something. And then it eventually loads. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I just, I'm not even playing online. Just hurry up. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder that's... if that's. I mean, you you've you've said that a couple times in a couple games, right? You said that on the um, Iron Man VR, you were having a bunch of problems with loading and stuff like that. Like, is it? Well, I don't think Iron Man is because of network loading. Iron Man itself, 
I think the game design, you spend, I feel like, I still haven't completed it, you spend just as much time in the loading screen, reading things, reading titles and stuff, as you do actually playing the game, because it takes forever to load your next area. But it's not a, like, uh, well, I guess it could be loading network, I don't know, but it's it's like loading so you can play the next section. Uh, this one is literally, like, the network thing pops up that it's, like, uploading your data or refreshing, yeah. and it never moves so that you can keep playing. Like, it just stop, stops that way. I it's think... Like, it's like any what game I, that comes out now. There's a bunch yeah. of updates that come out after it releases because they were like, oh, shit, it's buggy. We didn't, uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> I think what I'm just thinking is, you know, we're at the end of this generation of consoles, mm-hmm. you know, and usually by the time you get to the end of a generation of consoles, the games they're trying to put out are really, they're really at the bleeding edge of what those consoles can, you know, can uh, handle support you know yeah. they're starting to think about that net the next gen you know specs and everything and they're 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 just you know barely making these games work on these consoles and i'm wondering if you're noticing the side effects of that where it's you know these games that are coming out and you're the ps4 yeah. just you know it has older hardware in it you know and it just can't handle it necessarily yeah. and yeah i that's definitely part of it and i think that's an interesting thing when you look yeah there's new games coming out but look at how many remastered games we just talked about like, I feel like it's like a, let's remaster games so we can fill slots until the next gen comes out. And then it's like, boom, here's all your new titles to go spend more money on. Yeah. Uh, I, I like, you know, that could be part of it. But that that's definitely a thing. Like, we're at the end of a gen here. Like, it's going to be, okay, let's pull our focus on the next one. And then this becomes obsolete at some point um, where they no longer make the games for them. All right. No, and I, I guess that's... That was one bitching point I had about GTA Five when it first came out was those loading screens are obnoxiously long, but yeah, then yeah. you get to just keep playing, and yeah. nothing cuts out, nothing's intermittent, nothing's, you know... Yeah. And it's fucking GTA. I mean, that is a huge map, that's a ton of rendering, that's a ton of different things going on all at once, and a fucking PGA game can't get it right? Bull yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, GTA's trees look amazing. Yeah, god damn it, they do actually they look a lot better than this fucking game's trees. Okay, sorry. Language. But no, yeah. I mean, that, like, for such a limited scope, and I get it, it's got improved physics and shit. Okay, well, guess what? GTA also has golf in it, and it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> a million years to fucking render. What a comparison. GTA 5 Golf. <laughs> I used to meet up with my friends on GTA Online. We'd all put on our little golfing outfits and just go for a round of golf. Yeah, and it was about as realistic as I would ever want it to be. I could tap X and hold you know, my stick down to make my ball curve if it was just kind of the wrong chip shot. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's I understand it to a point, but for a game that is that vast and has that many things going on it's like why the hell can't sports games get that right like pga golf you got one guy standing right in the middle of the frame taking a swing how fucking long does it take for that (laughs) and that's that's kind of been my bitching point about that is i'm like i get it's sort of the like that bleeding edge of the technology available but that's ridiculous i mean i think it's i this is my opinion. I think it's the physics calculations that they're trying to do, right? They're with these sports games and golf, especially like they're, they're almost getting down to the point where they're like literally modeling the interaction between a metal club and a, you know, 
golf ball. So they're they're trying to do these whole physics calculations, and I got to think that's that's what's causing all of the delay, right? It's preloading all those calculations. It's trying to figure out how this how this ball is going to fly based on you know this wind, this humidity, this you know name the other five characteristics that are uh, defining. I was going to say there's not many variables there. <laughs> so uh, you know, but it's just. These are pretty heavy duty, pretty heavy duty physics calculations that they'd have to run to make this work, and they tout the realism, right? So I think that's. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I I think they should try to get this figured out. Like it it shouldn't. You shouldn't realize that you're waiting for a loader loading screen in a golf game. Like that shouldn't be a case. But I gotta imagine that's why it's happening. Yeah. It that it makes sense to a point, right? I think, and this is that's the two part of it, like the loading of like me to watch some uh, replay of what I literally just did at a different angle. Like I don't care. Like let me just keep playing because at least that's faster. Because once it loads in the course, you tend to be okay. It's then oh, let's show you the replay of someone else, this other computer that did something. I'm like I don't give a shit what they did. Like, great, they hit a chip shot. Okay, well, it took forever for that to load in. And then, and then, but it's like, uh, I just made my putt, and I'm not moving on from this hole because you're trying to do network things. For a game, I'm not using the network. Like, that's the part that gets me where I'm like, and I, I have looked. I can't find a way to turn it off. I didn't give it a ton of effort. I've looked on Reddit, basically, and to see everybody has the same problem on Reddit that I have where it's like, you'll get it. There's the top post of the day is like, server's down today. Nobody can play their single-player game. <laughs> yeah. Right. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Gotta love DRM. All right. <laughs> yep. The leaks back to that. That's exactly what it is. Well, let's... Uh, Full circle. <laughs> there you go. All right, Drew. I made you wait long enough. Let me, so... know, let me, let me, <laughs> let me know how much you love No Man's Sky. Okay, so... Well, that's all the time right, we have. Today. I'm just yeah. <laughs> hey, great job, guys. <laughs> good gerb. You guys are so funny. So you did a great gerb there, Homestar. <laughs> so No Man's Sky, I think, is a game that, uh, you know, I think it's it's div- not divided people. I think there's not a lot of people that would say they love it. Um, you know, I think it's it's been out for a couple of years now, and it came out to much fanfare. Like, I think people were really excited about it. I think a lot of, there was a lot of promises made by the developers on what you were going to get out of it. Um, but then they failed to execute on that pretty massively, at least at the very beginning. Um, you know, I know I'll, I'll give you guys a chance to talk cause I know at least a, one or two of you have been burnt by that. But I think for me coming into this game, I had bought it on a steam sale, I don't know how long ago, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. And then it was one of those games that, you know, I'm sure at some point we'll talk about all of the games that are sitting in our our Steam uh, accounts that have never been played. But uh, this was one of those games, right? And I think I had a I had a couple of days off from work, so I was like, ah, oh, I'm looking for a game to play. This is this is one that looks pretty interesting. You know, it's it's one I wanted to play. Let's give it a shot. And I kind of fell for it hard, and I wanted to talk about it just a little bit because it was, it was really, really awesome. And it, it, like there was, it was pretty in depth game. I think it was one of the first games of its type that I've played, where it's. I kind of was. I went into it expecting an RPG, 
where you kind of level up your character and there's a big story. Um, and I was surprised when I realized like that is not the case at all with this game. This is, there is, there is a story, but it's not super compelling. Um, but there's a lot of upgrades you can do a lot of kind of random chance events, kind of a lot of, uh, you know, different, different spaceships that you can encounter and, you know, purchase if you have enough money, there's a lot of that you can do as far as research, uh, resource gathering and, you know, keep, uh, progressing through the, uh, tech tree. So it kind of kept me interested because there, you know, it's a very big tech tree that you can kind of expand through. There's base building, uh, which kind of brought me back to like that was one of the big things on Fallout 4 that I really did like was the the kind of base building and uh, building up your stuff. Uh, and this this game really kind of captured me for about a week. And then uh, after that week of being like, man, this is really cool. This is the first game kind of like this I've played where you're exploring all of these different um, planets and you soon realize that like, man, like they this is all somehow some sort of procedurally generated universe and man, wait, like literally I'm the first person playing this game that's at this specific planet. Um, you know, if I if I want to, I can try to find other places that other people have discovered, but like I'm the first person to be at this one. Uh, and I think that was kind of interesting. It was like, man, it feels like you're actually exploring things and actually discovering things, even though it's obviously all inside of a video game. It, it really felt like you're discovering things for the first time. Um but then it just all of a sudden it felt like it, it hit a brick wall for me. Uh, you know, this is why I think you know, two weeks ago I was super excited to talk about it because I'm like I was in the middle of this high on it. And then all of a sudden it hit this brick wall where I was kind of progressing through the story. I was, you know, I finally had uh, enough money to be able to, like, basically buy whatever um, whatever spaceship I wanted. I played the games or I was trying to find, like, the exotic spaceships and things like that. And I, I think eventually I just hit this wall. I'm like what the hell am I doing? Like, there's no, there's no real story here. There's no real point. Like there's no level up system where I'm eventually going to get to the, you know, top level. I'm not going to finish the game. I was like, I'm just literally spending time on this game and not getting anything out of it. So, uh, it's kind of depressing that now this is the time I'm talking about this. Cause I'd much rather have would have talked about this <laughs> two weeks ago when I was like still super excited about it. Um, but now it's like, man, uh, I, you know, I put it down once and it was, you know, there's a lot of games where you all of a sudden you, it's funny, like you hit quit for the last time and you don't realize it was the last time you were going to hit quit from that game. Like you thought maybe you'd be into it the next uh, day and then something else came up and, uh, and then you just never played again. Literally in this game, I hit quit and I'm like, I'm never going to play this game again. And I haven't since then. No, that's the collective <laughs> feeling of anybody who's ever played No Man's Sky. So congratulations <laughs> for reaching that milestone. There were, so, achievement. <laughs> there were so many empty promises going into that game that they were like, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. And then you get into it, it's like, wow, this is actually, this is different. I haven't played a game like this. And then it's like, and it sucks. Like yeah. this it's going nowhere when I played it, it was super buggy as hell. So that's kind of why I dropped out. But apparently even after sort of fixing those patches, you kind of ran into that same wall of, well, what's the point? Like I'd rather be doing something else right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I played it for a hot minute basically. Cause that's, I mean, you know me, like I'm not an RPG guy. I'm not this kind of, this, this kind of game is really not for me, but I, 
it seems so interesting and i always want to give these games a shot because i want to play something like this where it's more of an epic or more of like a you know or something like a skyrim or something but i just can't get into them enough and i played it and it was like oh yeah okay you're going to collect the stuff and you got to go build your you know build up your ship to fly out of there but i just it it was not something for me i didn't play it much farther than that what's the w yeah i'm supposed to play there uh, the Witcher. Oh, the Witcher. See, see. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I, I knew where he was like going with that. That. Ooh, the Witcher. Thing. That would have been a good logo. Yeah, they should have that. That's some. Oh no, it's too many. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I think there's. I think the problem that a lot of people have with RPGs in general, and you know, we might be going away from No Man's Sky, and I think that's fine. But the problem with RPGs in general is uh, there's there can be a really big learning curve. Because you have to, you kind of have to learn the lore of the game that you're playing, especially something like Witcher Three, where you're coming in on the third game. If you haven't played the original, the other two, like you're, you're all of a sudden thrust into this like middle of this world that the game kind of thinks you might know something about, but also is trying to hold your hand through it a little bit. And you, you there's this huge learning curve where you at the simultaneously have to learn the lore of the game and learn who the characters are and learn what the story is but also learn your character progression and what are all your stats and like, how do you control this person and what, okay, wait, what are the resources I, I actually care about and what are the resources I don't care about? And I, that can be a really steep learning curve for some of these games where it's almost like you, it, it, it's almost like a TV show where somebody says, okay, this is a great TV show, but it gets good in season two or three. Like you have to make it through season one and two, but then in two, you know, season three, it just gets really, really good. And then, then it's good from there. Like, it's like that on these big epic RPGs. It's like, yeah, it gets really good after you get out of the tutorial zone, which, oh, by the way, that's 10 hours of gameplay or something (laughs) like that after you start. Well, so it's, you know, it's something like that. For a lot of these, the hard part with me is I don't like the whole going to collect all these different things and you got to, you know, and uh, you're upgrading, or not necessarily upgrading your weapons, but having to like combine your weapons, and then your weapon breaks, and then you have to, you know, you have to get all these resources to make put something together. You know, it was kind of the problem I had with Breath of the Wild. Like, you're basically spending yeah. a lot of your time just running around collecting resources to, you know, you got to collect a bunch of wood and then collect this thing so that you can, you know, build this so you have this brand new weapon or whatever. Like, no, I just can I just go get the weapon? I just that's all I want to do. And, <laughs> Like upgrading my guy a little bit, uh, getting upgrades and, and upgrading your character is one thing, and that I think I can get away with that, and I'm I'm fine with that because other games do that. But like the idea of having to collect all these resources so that you can combine it to make something else special, and then the idea that your weapons can break and you have to be careful what you're doing there, and that is kind of the harder part for me. That there's too many different things rather than just kind of upgrade your character you have okay i want to upgrade this skill or my strength can go up or my you know you know defense goes up you know just like you have a handful of different levels that you can change rather than all this extra stuff you can do so but dan would you rather unlock (laughs) and find all these things for free Or spend four ninety nine and just get the gun you want. <laughs> yeah, he's got a point. He's I would. Wrong. I would That's rather not spend the fifty nine ninety nine. I'm ready to be hired. <laughs> <laughs> that is a game I will not play. 
<laughs> I will never spend extra money on a game, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and Drew, so, I did not mean us to pull away from No Man's Sky. <laughs> no, and no, it's fine, because this actually is a perfect segue into the other game I wanted to talk about, which is an RPG. Uh, it's called The Outer Worlds. And if you haven't heard of it, I don't blame you. It it kind of came out, and nobody... I, I hadn't heard of it. Nobody really talked about it. Uh, but it's from a developer called Obsidian, which you may know uh, from Fallout New Vegas. They uh, they worked with Bethesda to uh, you know develop a uh, New Vegas, uh, South Park Stick of Truth. They did that one as well. Yes. Uh, and then uh, most recently they were acquired by Microsoft. Uh, so this is a this is a situation where I'm taking advantage of that one dollar Xbox Game Pass that uh, I got from Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, to pick up this one for free. It, it's called The Outer Worlds. It just came out in October of 2019, so just about a year ago almost. And it is phenomenal. It's an amazing like if you're a fan of you know the Fallout series, if you're the it, it's it's a cross of Fallout Four and the best parts of No Man's Sky. So it's it's a space travel type RPG game, like nothing like Mass Effect, nothing that um, I, I used to work pretentious, but I don't know if that's exactly right. But like nothing. No, you're right. Nothing like that, but it's it's more of a Fallout style. So it's like a basically the story is you're you're you were on the ship, you were you know part of the first people from Earth that were sent out to this new galaxy. I guess in that case it's kind of like Mass Effect Andromeda, but uh, it and obviously something goes wrong, right? So you're 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 in some sort of stasis, and you're supposed to only be in the stasis for ten years. Uh, ends up you know it's seventy years later, seventy years later uh, you're getting thought out by this by this criminal uh who proposedly is saying oh well i want to save everybody that's on this ship you know you, i'm you're the first person that i was able to thaw out successfully after this long and it launches you into this fallout style rpg where you're you know meeting people you know developing you know kind of relationships you're gathering a crew as you move around um, you know, you're solving problems. It's not a huge one big map like Fallout and like the previous Fallout games. It's more smaller maps on different planets. So you're going from either planet to planet, or you know, there's space stations involved, space stations involved as well. So it's you're kind of going to at these smaller maps, and it, it seems like there's like smaller um, kind of conflicts that you have to solve at each one of these places. But it's it's really good. And it's one of the first, like, I think I have a benefit of playing the Fallout games before, so I kind of understand some of the mechanics. But for an RPG, it's had one of the, you know, the slightest of uh, um, learning curves as I've seen recently. And I'm really, really enjoying it. So I recommend anybody else who took our advice to kind of pick up that Xbox Game Pass for a dollar this month. Uh, you know, check this one out. It's it's on that Xbox Game Pass, so you can get it for free. Uh, try it out and see if you like it. You know, Dan, this is this is a an RPG that you know I think could be a foray, could be you know my first RPG type of thing, where you could at least get a get a feeling for what they're like. Um, and you know, if you don't like it, so what? It costs you a buck, and you can delete it. So, have any of you guys heard about this game at all? No, this is the first I've nope. heard of it, and it looks awesome. That looks yeah, like yeah. exactly the kind of game I would want to play. Yeah, I 
the way you just described it, like I was just, I've been reading on like, um, it wasn't Wikipedia, but something similar for games or whatever the hell it was, but it was just telling you like what the game is and then it, you can start reading plot and stuff, but like you don't have to go that far. And yeah. I was like, how haven't I heard of this game? Uh, yeah. You know, the ship's there for traveling, like you said, but like the things you can do world to world, have companions, it, that's Fallout. Like that's exactly yeah. what it is. Like, and the price here is uh, pretty reasonable, depending where you're buying it from. Um, is it? I didn't, didn't look to see what it was on its own. I, I didn't see it. I didn't look on Steam. Uh, it's not available looking, yet on Steam. I just did a Google search to see, like, 30 bucks for Xbox, PlayStation, depending where you're getting it. Well, that's Walmart, so it depends on where yeah, you get it. 60 uh, bucks on the on the PlayStation store, so it's still 60 bucks there. That's that's a bunch yeah. of bullshit. Don't yeah. buy it through the PlayStation yeah. store listeners. Seriously. Go elsewhere. So. Seriously, $1 for the but, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, like, the Xbox Game Pass <laughs> is the way to go. Man, oh. that's, that's a good deal. That's exactly that the benefit, or a right? good gaming PC that's not okay for me. That's going to end up costing $501. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a little more than that if you're going for a gaming PC. $2,501. But with the new 3080 coming out, it might be actually more affordable. (laughs) Alright, what else are you playing? Ah, that that was it for me. I just wanted to talk about those ones. I think right. I think that was it for me. So I'm, I'm playing some games. Adam, where are you playing? Uh, I also listened to joke of what I'm not playing. Maybe we'll leave that for next week. But the uh, <laughs> um, I think we got it. <laughs> you, gotta, you teased it <laughs> now. Two, you gotta <laughs> the two things that I so besides PGA 2K21, which I talked a lot about. Uh, the other two I play I've been playing still is Fall Guys. Um, and that game, I put in your 2020 game of the year. Uh, you really? know, it's a joke. But at the same time, like, I got it free when it was free during, uh, like, the beginning of last month on PlayStation Store. It was free for half the month. I got it before it was not free. Um, I am enjoying the platforming. Uh, I kind of like the how it's 60 people-ish, depending if they fill up the full thing, but... You play through the different uh, levels. It's definitely like playing... Um, shit, we talked about this before. Wipeout. It's pretty much Wipeout yeah. with these little bean dude characters. Uh, I've, I have not won yet. I am at a level, I want to say 10. I've made it to the final oh. level uh, majority of the time. Just never quite getting over the hump yet. And I hear that's the hardest part. Once you do that, it's like... No stopping. What a, yeah, what a flex. Hey, humble break. I'm not a winner, but I get to the final, uh, the not... top uh, six to ten, whatever it ends up being. Because it, it's not always like the same five in a row. Uh, the first set of 60 rotates between like three or four different game modes. When you lo- jump down to about 45, it can be a handful of different. Some of them are team based. Some of them are sit- like you're just playing on your own. Um, the team games suck. I will say that because there are people who are suck and they are stupid. Like it's like if you the soccer can't game, do it, get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> the soccer game's the best, man. Yeah, uh, the soccer game. What I've had, I've uh, I have no problem playing the soccer game. I usually just play defense because nobody wants to play defense. So as long as you have a defender or two, you usually don't give up goals unless it's like the perfect shot. Uh, so like that's my strategy on it. Because half of your team is just like, I just got to hit the ball. I just got to hit the ball somehow. 
and then they hit whatever fucking angle, usually at your own goal because they suck. <laughs> but you got to hope you have like one player who knows what they're doing so they score while you play defense. <laughs> I sense a bitter attitude towards the casual player. Yeah. Yeah. Get I, the I, fuck I, I, off the game. I don't think you want to play with me. On play this to win the game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but, but that's the thing. Even if you lose right there, oh, great, I didn't make it till the next level or the final level, whatever it happened. Because that game can happen at, like, two or three different spots based on the number of players. But it's like, you lose, I'm back at the loading screen, a minute later, I'm in a new game. Like, it's like... That is nice. Talk, Talk about the difference of what we just talked about with PGA, and that's yep. loading in 59 <laughs> other players. <laughs> You're not just playing by yourself. <laughs> so I think the the games I like are the ones where you just have to survive. Like the the one I'm thinking is like the log rolling one where yeah. there's, that's there's a good this one. big rolling thing, and they're, they're going different directions, and you have to constantly try to like not roll off. Those are the games I kind of like. Donkey Kong? Yeah. No, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're trying to survive barrels. Yeah, this one is you're you're standing on the barrel and it's rotating. Ah, and you're standing on it. Yeah, right. there's like five different ones and they alternate how they rotate and then there's little obstacles and gaps so like you can fall through or fall off the side. Uh, I, so like I don't know about you, Drew, because you you've played it, but like, yep. have you started getting to the point where like you're comfortable with how you're playing? Like you can you know the levels decently, like you know how to play, but like you try to like kill other players. No, like you, you use the grab feature. Like, yeah, if you grab someone and you let them go, it does like a little force, like push thing. Like it pushes them a little bit. So like on that roll one, I <laughs> will push them off because I'm trying to Dude. grab people to kill them. Dick, just to get you suck, jackass. <laughs> You're that jerk who's like pushing You got knocked the yeah. fuck out, man. Because once you overcome that, where how to play defense against some guy doing that to you, it's a different game. Now I'm like, oh, I'm the aggressor now. Watch out for me. <laughs> we got ourselves a troll here. <laughs> if, if I kill people quicker, I for sure win the level, yeah. and then I can get to the top, like, eight to play the final one. That sounds yeah, like the beginning that, of a world so war. Do you, do you push people <laughs> off the platform on that matching tile game? Yes. No, you know what I do? What? I don't. So here's the trick I've learned. I don't, re, like, I sit here reading them out like, Banana, grape, apple. So, like, I know where they are. Yeah. I stop doing that because they all have one color. So it's quicker for me to be like purple, yellow, blue, purple, yellow, blue, to know where they are. Oh, that's a that's a pro pro tip right there. Oh, oh shit! That's right here, we're gonna be leveling up in no time. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> so I read the colors, and what you do, and what you'll notice people are doing now is everyone would just wait, not pay attention, and go where the whole group goes. Yeah, where onto a tile. Yeah. Go to the wrong that. tile. Go to the tile next to it so you know when there's, like, a second left, you can jump onto the other tile. You oh, lose, okay. like, half the players. Because pe- some people don't pay attention, and then it's the uh, people who are like, I need to get to the tile because that's the tile it is. And then the majority of people now are going to the wrong one because they know everyone follows them. So you just, like, watch how they all go to a tile and then disappear off that tile right before it falls <laughs> off. <laughs> and then Again, you get people on the edge, people. you can grab them and do my throw thing, and you throw them off the edge. You get people going that way, too. <laughs> That's awesome. How are you at Rocket League? Because <laughs> you sound like a jerk. Uh, did you say Rocket League? Oh, yeah. Love Rocket League. That's why I know I have to play defense because you watch these idiots who don't yeah. know how to hit the ball. 
I mean, they they did hit something with this Fall Guys because I, I've never been interested in any of these other Battle Royale anythings because, I, I don't know, I either hit them too late and then I felt like, well, I'm not... That's oh, that yeah. thing, right? Like, I'm not yeah. going to be able to figure out how to do this. But this Fall, the Fall Guys, it's like there is no learning curve. Like, you're just... Well, I mean, maybe there is when you get to the level of Adam because he's apparently the rock star, right? But the majority, um, like the greatest majority man in the world. Yeah. I'm the greatest man but, in the world. Yeah, that's exactly so, it. To get into it, though, it takes nothing. Like just you, literally, like Adam said, you you get into the game, you hit play, and you're in a game in 30 seconds, and you're just giving it a shot. And you know what? You fall off, and you you don't you get eliminated the first round. 30 seconds later you're in the next one. It's like it's yeah. It's awesome. The the time commitment is so minimal. Like you can play a handful of rounds in like minutes. Like it's it's awesome. That's that's different with other battle royals. Is like one they're shooting games. So like exactly what you said, if you haven't played it from the start, you're going to be at a learning curve behind just dying repeatedly repeatedly because you can't shoot as well as these other people who have been essentially practicing training for weeks to months until you play and the time commitment like if i play go play warzone i know if i do decent that's a half hour to get to a decent ranking if i don't die right away uh and then it's loading times to get into the next one so like this it's like minutes of time it's a lot of fun i because it's like it reminds you of just playing mario you know you just platform and jump around um and kind of playing with the physics a little bit and there's different game modes like it if it was the same five repeated each round i think it could get very stale very fast so like i hope with like they're currently in like season one where it's the same thing you spend money but uh, you know i'm never doing that with this game but like if uh the second season whenever that happens comes around if they release new levels and maybe different game modes or not even that just new levels or increased numbers less numbers whatever uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's a it is a ton of fun to play. Like I, that's the one game where I'm like, what do I want to do and not put a lot of effort in thinking wise? I'll just start playing that and just go at a few rounds and be like, that was a lot of fun. I killed a lot of people. Didn't win today. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what the bullshit one is? Is the one where you have to grab the tail off the other guy. Oh, the tail ones are garbage. Fucking uh, garbage. Because it's lagging bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so for people who haven't played this game, there's a there's a game mode where there's you have to finish the round with a tail. But there's only half as many tails as there are people. So if you have a tail, you're suddenly being chased by the other half of people that are trying to take your tail away. And if you don't have a tail, you're chasing the other people. And it's so fucking bullshit because you could spend the entire you know, two minutes with a tail running away from people and then in the last second somebody just bumps into you takes your tail and you're like motherfucker you ready here's all your pro strats ready on those because they're too long don't start playing until there's about 35 seconds left because you waste all your energy in the unnecessary minute and a half they give you or well it's two minutes i think i think they lowered it by a little bit but i just wait until the last 30 seconds i get at a high platform so i can see everything and then when it's coming around i jump down try to grab it and jump away because they're all, everyone's going one way. So, like, yeah. everyone's tired by that point. It's been like, fuck, it feels like it's been five minutes. I haven't gotten this damn tail. That I just sit there for 30 seconds. Because then, it like, I give all my effort for 30 seconds. And there's three <laughs> versions of the tail one. It's that one where half of everybody moves on. There's a three-team or four-team one 
where it's like your three teams, you have to be one of the two teams that has the teams with the most tails. So okay. team base, your whole team could suck and you lose. Um, your team's eliminated. And then there's a final level where whoever has the tail at the end wins. That uh, one's the okay. one that sucks. That one sucks. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard when there's eight or nine of you fighting each other and the guy with the tail always gets away. <laughs> so if, 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 if we're complete. <laughs> we're complaining tell, about it. I'm addicted. <laughs> we're complaining about it, but it's because it's fun. It's like it, you know, and it's it's funny to hear Adam talk about this because like half of these game modes I've never played because I haven't been good enough to get past like level three or four. Uh, but man, it's 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 a lot of fun if literally you're if you're like winding down for the night. You're not you you don't have you don't have an hour or two to, to vote to a big RPG game and you know advance your level or anything like that. If you have like a half hour and you just want to relax, like it's, this is like a sitcom. Like you can just sit down and play this game for a half hour and you can probably get through like, I don't know, Adam, what 10, 15 rounds. Of different yeah. Things easily do 10 rounds. And you can, you can have some fun for a half hour and you can stand up and get away from it and feel like it's just, you, you've just relaxed for 10 or 15 minutes. So, or a half hour. So highly recommended. All right. 2020 game of the year. <laughs> Tell me what the, uh, what the last, last game we'll talk about. What, what's, what's tour? Is that like KOTOR? Or is that Star Wars, the old Republic? Yeah. You nailed it. I talked about it before. I don't need to get into detail. Which one was this? Uh, I played. What's that? What is it? The this RPG is. Uh, I think we talked about it in the last what you playing, so like yeah. a month ago. Uh, but it's the MMO RPG. Still playing it. Went from level twenty five to I think we're at level like thirty five yesterday. Uh, my buddy happened to have be on vacation this week, uh, and our other buddy. Uh, he took a PTO day, uh, and so we played yesterday for like nine hours during the day, <laughs> and we went up about ten levels. Like, it, and that was a fast nine hours. Like, it was like, oh shit, guys, it's like almost dinner time. I have stuff to do. Okay, I gotta be done. <laughs> uh, so I I don't need to get into it. Uh, Star Wars Online, free to play, kinda MMO RPG. Um, Learned yesterday, which I did not realize, is that even though I'm playing the free-to-play, there is armor I'm getting because we do, uh, it's called Flashpoint missions, where you all get leveled up to level 70 to face the bosses, and it's multiple bosses in a level. It usually takes like an hour to beat one of these Flashpoint levels. Um, You get armor for defeating each boss along the way that you split between the party, and it's kind of the old uh, Borderlands way where... You could either first get it, gets it, and you say, I need it, and you get it, or you do greed, and it's a role-based thing of, like, okay, you got the highest percentage, you get it uh, out of the group. So what we learned, though, is that me and the – well, all of us are free to play – is that we can't actually use any of this stuff unless we pay $15 one month to then unlock an element that you required to use it or save the cartel coins, which is basically their in-game currency – to uh, unlock that extra part. And it was like, you need 3,000 of those cartel coins. And just from telling you guys, I played nine hours yesterday. I have 20 total coins. So and oh, you're that's, there. It's, <laughs> it's never going to happen. And I'm like, I'm not spending 15 bucks one month just to get some shit in the game. Like, it's not, it's not going to happen. 
Uh, so then I was like, I'm going to sell all this shit and just keep wearing what I'm wearing because it doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, what a bunch of bullshit. It's not even truly free to play. Oh, but God. if you pay it for that one month and cancel, you're, you'd like technically unlock it going forward. So then like you can use it whenever. Uh, you don't always have to keep paying, but still, like I just, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. It's the one PC game I'm currently pay- playing. Um, and like I said, we went nine hours yesterday. So it uh, traveling world to world is a ton of fun. There's player versus player, uh, RPG, and then you can actually do space battles, which I think we're going to do next time. So a little bit of everything in that game, uh, which if you can deal with the free-to-play stuff, it's a lot of fun for it being free for that point of it. All right. Well, I think that's all she wrote for episode Double French Fry. That'd be 11. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts? Episode Spinal Tap. Adam, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> want to talk to about what you're not playing? I would have definitely <laughs> talked sure about Point G, but it would take me probably like 45 minutes, I think. I don't Maybe need him bitching. He's not going to stop. <laughs> okay. All I got to say is, isn't it? It's been out six days. It's ridiculous that they're on patch three, and I counted 49 updates in this patch. And no wonder it's the lowest rated one so far. <laughs> well, I had to fix the Seahawks. <laughs> Good fucking lord. I had, they had the yeah. Seahawks spelled wrong. What's that? Yeah. Uh, what was it spelled uh, like? Sea hacks. It was missing the W, oh, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. There was a awesome. C instead of a W. Yeah. That's no, I think it's a topic like, for next week because I could talk. Just the glitches, the updates, the fact <laughs> they didn't update anything. Like, I think it's a lot to talk about. Like, what a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, we'll Sean, save it for next save week. Us. So save tune us. in next week. Well, I was going to say to all of our faithful listeners out there, the previously mentioned game with tentacle people is called Day of the Tentacle, and you should definitely go check it out, because that game is fucking awesome from LucasArts back in 1993. So that is what? that is some real-time year. follow-up right there, and <laughs> what's nice is, you know, like all the other remastered games you talked about, it is available for a remastered version on Steam today look at that so and it's a fucking fantastic game it's it's got some real good humor to it i was nice. i was gonna say sean what game do you think i was just talking about for <laughs> spot g <laughs> <laughs> tentacle war it's been out for 60 <laughs> uh, all right any last thoughts Horn. So I think the the only thing i want to mention is the fact that you know we have labor day coming up and uh, there might be some sales out there, especially on a certain ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, search the chair shot. 20% off all apparel on ProWrestlingTees.com. So, uh, yeah. So uh, if you if you were for some reason just you know you, you you just really want our shirt, but you realize oh man it's just it's literally a dollar or two too expensive. Um, here you go. Now's your chance. Uh, get out there, get your twenty percent off, and you know support the show. And you know if 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 we see you in in the wild with your shirt on, believe me, there's there's a six foot distance high five in your future. Uh, if we see a shirt uh, in the wild, so you know that's if th- if that's not uh, temptation to get it, I don't know what is. So <laughs> being approached by strangers during a pandemic, hell yeah, I want that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's optional. Just kidding. <laughs> <Where are you laughs> well, Sean, any last words? 
Adam? Uh, no, just wanted to give a shout out to Day of the Tentacle, and that's Damn. my last thought. Love it. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> Adam, any <laughs> last words? Uh. <laughs> How about this Madden game? Uh, no. That's what we were talking about. I realized we never actually said the name. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, uh, you know, awful refing for the Bucks game. That's all I'm going to leave it at. They had a chance. Giannis, make your fucking three throws. Uh, there we go. That's all I got, you know. Awesome. Wrap it out there. Call it a day. He is a listener, so I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. sure he is. If he, he came to the Mavs, we would definitely work on his fundamentals. So right. he could be an improved player. Wait, you mean... You mean fumbling with five guys around you in the paint isn't great fundamentals? <laughs> God. Well, good role you, players, guys. Good role players. Is that what you expected, Dan, is my last words? Is that what you Close wanted? Enough. Close enough. Hey, guys. I'll take it. Keep playing your fun video games. <laughs> and hey, you're the, you're the one off... Uh... You're the one off this week. You're the one playing the video games. Right. I, haven't, yeah. I actually haven't, and I hope that if all goes well and I stick to my schedule, Friday's going to be wide open. Uh, Says the guy who played nine hours of Swole. That doesn't count. I like booked <laughs> it like it was work. <laughs> Somebody took PTO for it, so right. why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's in the top right of the screen. His name is Adam. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I'd love to play some video games, but I got a broken thumb, so I can't do that. But hopefully it'll be better Where'd soon. You know? Stuck in your pooper, or what happened? Right thumb or I left wish thumb? I could. Right thumb. You wish you could you stick that in your pooper? You that's don't. What Sean said. <laughs> no, that's what I was saying. Did you get that stuck in your pooper? Or what hey, happened try to not it? to shoot that puck up my pooper. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit! I didn't watch that clip. I oh, I gotta watch it. Go watch it. Ray Romano, SNL. I mean, when they say you've got your thumb up your ass, it's Ooh, not yeah. literal, man. So, so what happened? I wish. Nope. We don't need I'll, to get into it here. Let's just say uh, yeah. it was a cooking accident. It's not broken. It's just uh, there's other. It's, it's damaged. How <laughs> so, do you fracture appendages? Not broken. It's not broken. Not, not broken. Something different. Something different. Let's okay. just say I can't play video games right now. Yes, you can. Well, you don't, need your, you don't we'll need your thumb to use a mouse. Like, oh, figure yeah. it out. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable when VR. you don't have a thumb. You should be able to play VR. Yeah, you're going to have to text me and let me know what the fuck yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. So, on that note, <laughs> make sure you follow us at thechairshot.com where you can catch all our podcasts and all the other great podcasts that are out there and all your wrestling and entertainment needs. As Drew mentioned, go uh, buy your t-shirt at Pro Wrestling Tees, especially this weekend with the big sale going on. And, of course, you can follow us, as we mentioned earlier, on Twitter and also on Facebook. At a winner is you. The letter U, a winner is you. And I think that will do it for episode 11. Except Sean's got his finger up, so maybe not. He's got a thumbs up. Thumb up. So that'll do Something it. you can't do. Oh, a thumb. <laughs> I can do the thumbs up. I just can't. I don't know. Oh, that looks awful. Put that away. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Damn it! <laughs> so <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Had to get that's one in the episode. Why not? <laughs> so with that note, just remember that it's dangerous to game alone. Take us.
Bye. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay, bye. bye.